This is Sophia Cassiola. And this is Michael J. Epstein. Of Blood of the Trivets. And you're listening to... Without Your Head. Dun, dun, dun. Neil, the station of decapitation without your head at Buffalo Dreams Fantastic Film Festival. After two years, I can remember the, the very good. long That's name. It's a mouthful. It's good. It is, yeah. And well, we're not there right now. We're yeah. actually at a Salvatore's Garden Place, I believe. We'll give them a shout out since they learned this used the uh, the area. Right on. All right, and Chris Etheridge is here from Horror Pack, and he has a movie right. here this weekend, Haven's End. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, I just watched this morning. Oh, right, huh? Yeah. Did you like it, it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and not just because you're here. Right, right, right. That's a loaded question, right? No, yeah. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> Some people have noticed that, I'll say, uh, and not just because you're here. Yeah, yeah. If, which I probably shouldn't give away because <laughs> right, people could look, <laughs> could look, yeah, they could listen. And, oh, he nice. really didn't like that. He didn't right. say just because right. you're here. Nice. Yeah. But, so it's uh, is it the premiere tonight or uh, no? This is we've uh, we premiered at Nightmares Film Festival last last October. Yeah. So it's our New York premiere though. Okay, yeah. cool. So what was it like the first time you do watch it with an audience? Um, it was it was great. It's it's always great. You yeah. Know, like uh, you know, because our movie, generally speaking, it's it's got some good laughs right up till the midpoint. Yeah. And then it kind of gets a little bit more serious. And, yeah. And you can hear the audience quiet. You know, mm-hmm. which is which is really cool. Yeah. Um. I always like that though because it gets you to like the characters. So when things happen, yeah. then it means something. Right. Absolutely. That's hopefully that's your goal, right? right. Unless it's a character you're not supposed to like. Right. So, right. Yeah. Then then you're happy that something happens. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. As long as it's not like too much of a contrast. If it's like 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 a sitcom or something, and then, then <laughs> right, it right, starts right. getting killed. Or right. maybe I'd like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, give people an idea, I guess, if they're not at a festival. What right. So uh, Haven's Inn is a it's a, a kind of a. a I don't want to call it a post-apocalypse thriller. It's yeah. more like a in the middle of the apocalypse, right? Right. The, like, the beginning of I the beginning know. of right. Yeah. yeah. So so you know cities across the country start and the world mm-hmm. really start start blowing up like explosions yeah. and and um and so our our group of core group of people they they decide to get out of the city. They're in Atlanta. They decide to get out of the city and head to rural Georgia mm-hmm. um, to some family land that they have uh, and uh, they run into other family members there that they weren't expecting and then. Um, and then strange things start happening in the yeah. woods. You start seeing lights and, and other oddities. Mm-hmm. That gave me an idea when you said it's not post-apocalyptic. Right. For anyone out there who wants to do this, a short that's pre-apocalyptic, but just nothing happens. <laughs> right. And so it's like, well, it happens at some point. This is right, before right, right. Happens, Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry to be silly in your no, interview. No but, worries. Uh, okay. No worries. But I always, I always like this kind of story because, you know, it's kind of like the breakdown of society, yeah. what, what happens. and Yeah. 
and and and, and you know and they and they they have like a ham radio and they're you know and they're listening trying to figure out what's going on in the greater outside world while they're in this kind of like yeah sort of secluded area. Mm-hmm. There was stuff in the two I liked because there's a line not to give away the movie but like I wanted to, I don't know the exact line but it's basically I wanted to do harm to you even before the lights told me right, to do so because right, right. I always like that because it's almost well it kind of feeds off. The, the inherent evil or, or bad. Yeah, the, right. And, and the, you know, and the, the realities of, um, the realities of existing complicated relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is a lot of what the thematic stuff in that right. movie is about. And if we live in a regular, in a society, we don't want to, we can't, uh, pursue some of the darker things. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. But in this world, you can. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, at that point, for yeah. sure. So uh, how about casting the movie, the people you work with before? Um, yeah, so uh, I made a film uh, called Attack of the Morningside Monster mm-hmm. uh, a few years back. Uh, Kat Tabor, who is the lead in this movie, uh, she is uh, plays the voice of Amidala in the Clone Wars cartoon series. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, that's her That's her big claim to fame. Yeah. Um, she's done a lot of other stuff. That's the one. That that would be Haven's End, they'll say. Yeah, now yeah, that would be Haven's End, yeah. Um, so she, was in, she had a smaller role in Morningside Monsters mm-hmm. where I met her. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Rob Pralgo, who plays Harry in this movie, yeah. was the lead in that movie. So he's a he's a smaller role in this one. So they kind of trade traded places, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they both worked with them before. Uh, everyone else in the main cast in the main cast, not like the 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 voice actors and TV actors, and you know, but, yeah. uh, were uh, either auditions, no uh, auditions for the uh, Derek and Kevin. And and then uh, Hannah Fearman, who is a lot of people know her from VHS. She's the succubus in the first yeah. VHS movie, uh, and Siren, which is oh the yeah, yeah yeah. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's a local. She's local to Atlanta, and I was a big fan. Mm-hmm. And so I just reached out to her agent and said, "Hey, uh, is she interested?" Yeah. And and we met and became friends, and and she came out and you know did a great job. Yeah. Uh, and then Megan Hayes, who played Jesse, is uh, she was recommended highly by Cat mm-hmm. and and several other people, but uh, and. So I I talked to her. We had we had an hour conversation. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so you didn't write the movie. No. Uh, the person who wrote it, I assume you work with. Yes. So Michael Michael Harper mm-hmm. uh, wrote the film. Uh, he produced Morningside, but did not write it. So I have a uh, kind of a, a partnership with Michael Harper and Stacy Palmer. Okay. Um, and they produced my films. Yeah. Um, and Stacy wrote the last one. Michael wrote this one. Um, and then they both produced. Yeah, uh, both movies. Yeah. So, like, uh, how did that come about? Did you did he have the script? And he's like, "Would you read this?" This was or? this was a brought to us um, as a concept, mm-hmm. you know, saying, "Hey, we've got some elements in place, got a little bit of money. What can you guys do with it?" Yeah. And we, you know, and so I, I went to Michael and said, "Pitch me something," and he came back and pitched pitched that like two days later, yeah. and we basically. Basically shot his pitch, you know, mm-hmm. give or take. Obviously, there's adjustments as you write the actual script. Yeah. Um, and we had a couple of we went down a couple of roads in development where we we're like, no, let's just go back to what we originally had talked about. That that works better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was fast. We we, I think we he pitched it in May of 2016, and we were shooting oh. in December. Yeah. So it was you know. Yeah. And in the movie to show like when people are, I don't see possessed, but. Uh, taking over whatever you get some sure. stuff with yeah. the eyes, yeah, sure. Which uh, it looks very cool. It almost looks like uh, like um, outer space, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it looks like stars in the eyes. Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah, Stacy Palmer did those VF- VFX. Um, very. She, she, in addition to producing, she is a, did all the VFX in the film. Yeah. Um, 
Is that done with contacts or is it no, done that's, like after? That's, that's digital. Oh wow, because yeah. it looks really good. Right, it fits in. She's, yeah, she's really good. She did the explosions at the beginning. She mm -hmm. did the uh, the tra I'll call it the trailer scene, the trailer one shot. Yeah, right? yeah. like all that. So yeah. yeah. And where did you film it? Uh, Appling, Georgia, which is right outside okay. of Augusta. Um, we shot most of it there, um, and then a few days in Atlanta. Yeah, you know. For some of that other stuff. Yeah, it's always good to have a setting in the woods because yeah, everyone yeah. has a woods, and you you don't have to. Yeah, well, the that's, woods. and that's the nice thing about something like that is we shot on a big multi-acre, mm -hmm. you know, plot of land. Yeah. So you can you know walk two hundred yards this direction and it looks different. And so yeah, now we're yeah. In a different place, you yeah. Know? You're not walking around a circle. Yeah. Or, it, it, when you do these indies, and you, you know, yeah, I know you talked to a lot of indie filmmakers. Sure. It's it's low budget. You got to move fast. Yeah. And that's how you can at least help help it along is, yeah. to, is to have a lot of different looking places in one yeah. centralized area. Yeah. You know? Speaking of indie uh, filmmakers, how did you become an indie film? Why was this something you wanted to do? Oh, that's such a great question. Uh, I, I, I've been doing it uh, for almost 20 years now, 18 yeah. years. Um, I started in 2001, um, m mostly shorts, you mm -hmm. know, up until a certain point. But yeah. I, I moved, I graduated college mm -hmm. and moved uh, to Athens, Georgia and didn't know anyone yeah. and had a whole summer there. I was having a friend who's going to come join me, yeah. but not till the fall. The whole summer I didn't know anybody. I was kind of just there by myself. So I started watching a lot of indie films. Mm -hmm. you know, I was this something you watched before or more so? Not I guess, so much, yeah. no. No, I mean a little, uh, but not a lot yeah. until, I mean, you know, like Kevin Smith and things like that. Yeah, sure, yeah. But not, not anything right. more involved in that. And then, I, you know, I just I, at some point I was like, you know, this seems like something you could do if you... You know, if you, yeah, and, so and that area has that. a lot of independent filmmakers in it. Yeah, yeah, Athens and Atlanta, yeah. um, particularly the film. The the studio industry has grown up a lot. In yeah, yeah, in the last few since the Walking Dead, tax so. yeah, yeah right. exactly. Um, but yeah, there's there's so and I, I generally speaking, when you have more filmmakers, even you know professional working filmmakers, yeah, um, for studio work in the area like they all want to do their own things too right so that that helps kind of grow that base of yeah then everyone want you know you yeah. meet somebody who does something and yep. i'll do something i'll That's do this absolutely. on your movie you do some yeah exactly whatever, it's, you know? exactly it's quid pro quo and it and it and it's 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 awesome like yeah. it's, it's wonderful to have that uh like that talent availability you know? yeah were you always like into horror um yeah i mean yeah general? like I, my first my first radar film was uh dream warriors Elm Street okay 3, nice you know? yeah first straight our film in the theater was child's play three you okay. know like like yeah definitely yeah. definitely have always had that sort of uh interest um i mean i i'm a big fan of uh, multi-genre as you can tell yeah, yeah it's not horror. a horror it's, movie yeah it's, right it's i guess it it's got i'm elements. not always worried about genre personally right, right. sometimes i think it, i get kind of annoyed if people fight over right, like right. is it aliens not horror it's sci-fi and it's like could, why does it even matter i, I don't tell know you stories horror pack you know we've said <laughs> right yeah i'm sure we've said yeah. four movies a month we're hitting our four-year anniversary next yeah. year and oh, cool. you would not believe people are like that's not a horror film are you sure <laughs> yeah. I, I think it probably is yeah. <laughs> unless know? you're sending like like a romantic comedy or something it's like right right exactly it's all like, exactly right yeah um yeah, uh, so it, I agree. It's it's it's. There's a lot of blurring of the lines when mm -hmm. you when you're dealing with thriller and horror and yeah. and stuff like that. But I love that in sci-fi and action. Yeah. Um, you know, we were up like we were up for best action film or outstanding oh, yeah. action film here. You know, mm -hmm. um, and that's that was I was so happy about that because yeah. I was like I was like 
that's great because there it's not an action film, but there but are there some action, some action yeah. scenes you know that I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 one sided gunfight where yeah. you don't see the. Uh, you know the 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 bad guys basically mm-hmm. uh, is an indie film way of handling that scenario, right? Uh-huh. Instead of trying to like do coverage for two sides, yeah. we just said, "All right, we're going to show it from our protagonist's point of view." Mm-hmm. And is is that I could see how it could be fun or frustrating to to kind of figure out how to do something like you tech like you don't have the money to yeah. do, figure out like um, problem solving. I think it's part of it. I mean, it, for me, it's, it's yeah. certainly enjoyable. Like, yeah, I get it. I get that yeah. it's frustrating. When I interviewed Tom Savini, he said that's his favorite part yeah. well, uh, of his career was when you just had to figure things out. Yeah, right. That's my favorite. My favorite Fincher quote is, directing is when uh, you need to get five shots, the sun's going down, you've got time for two. <laughs> right, right, right that's, yeah. I, 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 do, I do think that that's... Um, that's that's. I mean, in the moment, sometimes it can be right. anxious, mm-hmm. anxiety-inducing, right? Yeah, yeah. But I do think it's the. It is absolutely um, a really. It's just your creativity, yeah, like how it's am important. I get this? It's an important yeah. uh, part of the process, I think. Yeah. Um, so I do. I do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Along those lines, um, do you do you edit your own stuff? Uh, yes and no. So what I normally in the past, Stacy and I have worked on. We we like kind of joint edit. Yeah. Um, this time I wanted Stacy to focus on the VFX because there was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I uh, hired an editor who's who's a director, uh, yeah. Lou Simone. Do, do you know? Have you done? Oh like, yeah, three, yeah. Right? I've had three? her on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had I had the whole right. cast. I, yeah. I was gonna say I thought that. that yeah. That's, yeah. So, so so she's also a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in LA. We now. saw her name actually at the beginning when yeah, we were yeah, watching yeah. it. So uh, she she's in LA now, but she was in Atlanta yeah. for a long time. And uh, so she, yeah, she she did the first pass, mm-hmm. and then which in eighty percent of the movie is her work, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I just went back and did a basically a polished pass. I, yeah. I, I changed a couple of scenes where I was like, I bet it would work a little bit better if we did it this way, mm-hmm. and then just tightened, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I was asking that because like when you're talking about like figuring out ways to, in my mind, it would be hard to edit that yourself because like you'd have like memories of making this and it'd be like well I can't cut this because um, it was so cool filming it or it was hard to do or, oh you know I, I used to I think that I think as I've you know I've been doing this for a after while after you do it for a while after you do it for a while that. I've kind of gotten over that yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty rare that I'll I'll go oh I must have this shot I, I did I will say on this movie there's a scene um, there's a scene closer to the end of the movie where the camera circles around the picnic table while mm-hmm. they're yeah. you know, which is a really great scene yeah and it was a one shot. Oh yeah, and and we didn't quite get a oh, okay. good a good enough take. Yeah, um, it, and and I was I was holding out, and finally Michael was like, "You need to at least cut it. Mm-hmm. You need to cut it from multiple takes to see what it looks like, and and then decide." And I was like, "All right, I'll do that." And, <laughs> and I cut it, and of course it was better. Better, you know? yeah. So, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes, but that's why you have people like Michael and Stacy who you know they they will. If, if 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 I'm doing something and they're like I don't know you know I I, I tend to listen to them at least yeah. at least give it more than just cursory thought you yeah, know yeah. um and 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 so I gave it a try and it was and it was right, the right choice mm-hmm. yeah. as you you make more stuff does it get easier or some some in some ways sure yeah. in some ways it does but also I, hopefully if you're doing it right you keep challenging yourself right, right? You like you want to do thing. yeah like yeah. we made this movie in ten days yeah that's that that was not we should not have been able to do that <laughs> right. although although the guy like, last night said like, like three, three days, three days or something. Like, yeah, yeah and I, I I've I've known a couple of filmmakers who've done that they 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 load up and do a long weekend yeah. and it's just nonstop mm-hmm. um 
he structured it right to do that. He he absolutely structured it where you know there's two actors over here at one point two right, actors, and they're right. not you know yeah. that was that was really smart. Um, uh, and and that was a really good movie. I really enjoyed like yeah. the fact. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, no, I don't know that I'd want to do that. It's, it's a little. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it, it was all it was a lot of handheld. Too. Yeah, and he it, even said it wasn't a good idea. So yeah, he's he's like it may it may fail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a lot of handheld too, which is mm-hmm. is usually how you have to do that. Um, and I I don't I like I like I like trying to use um, traditional filmmaking tools where I can. You know, we, yeah. we had we had cranes, we had the movie mm-hmm. or the, the Ronin. You know, yeah. we had we had. A lot of you know tripod shots. Now like think that. about there's something that came up in that that Q and A about yeah. uh, changing the name so it has an A at the beginning. Yeah, sure. Which isn't something I ever thought about. Oh, I, I've got my story. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. So, uh, um, in fact, Gravitas, same company, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gravitas asked him to change his last film. Yeah. It was called The Tomorrow People. Does that sound right? No, but uh, okay. <laughs> something like that. Well, he changed it to. I think it was definitely tomorrow or something. Tomorrow or something or paradox or something. Yeah, I don't tomorrow know. paradox. Maybe. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he, they asked him to change it to altered hours. Yeah. And um and we we had the Morningside Monster was our film and they asked yeah. me to put an A in front of it so Attack of the Morningside Monster actually oh, came I see from from yeah. Gravitas saying throw an A in there mm-hmm. um you know and it's it it is it's one of those things where it's really frustrating but. They're not 100% wrong. Like, if you're trying to yeah, sell your movie right. and you get down to Z, right? <laughs> like, no one, if people are scrolling, oh, I'm just going to do a random film tonight. Yeah. They're, I've they're done it myself gonna... when I go to Redbox. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. you know, at first I think, well, it's silly, but then I'm thinking, well, I guess there is yeah. a point to it. So start from the, start from the end next time. Go Z, <laughs> there go you Z, go. Go yeah. Z backwards and, yeah. and see if you'll find something yeah. interesting that you might not normally yeah. see. So, my advice out there, someone, <laughs> or maybe I should keep this make Aardvark the movie. Make Aardvark but the movie. But a giant yeah. uh, mutant Aardvark, and double A's are going to be right at the top. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I don't. You have to have a movie besides that, I guess. But yeah, right, <laughs> right, yeah. The, just the name is a starting point. <laughs> right, right. It should be the end point. Huh? Fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I was gonna. Uh, now I'm just thinking about artwork. Right. Yeah. So how about horror pack? How did that come about? Uh, so my partner Diego Kirsch and I, uh, we uh, were acquaintances. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh, been in Athens for a long time, um, and he had come and helped out on uh, Morningside Monster. But we both had. Uh, kind of a business we, we both have a sort of business background as well as yeah. creative and um and we just sat down one day and said hey let's figure out if there's any way we can work together mm-hmm. and we were just spitballing stuff and subscription boxes were really becoming, yeah you know, that was back I, I like them myself yeah they're, they're still great yeah they had a faded out yeah sure um it, it's it's hard it's it's mm-hmm. a very complicated business to make it work successfully and to scale because the problem is you can you can scale up to oh we've got you know, uh, this is hypothetical, but this is kind of what sort of have happened at Horror yeah. Block and some of the others. That was my favorite one, right? And, it, and, it, and they scaled up, and oh, you know, they've got twenty thousand customers this month, and yeah. and they need to buy twenty thousand products this month and right. next month, and then oh, you know, fifteen people, fifteen thousand people canceled, and all of a sudden they've got twenty thousand items, yeah. right? And only five thousand customers that month, and it jumps back and forth a lot. We've right. seen that, like, yeah. it's, you know, it probably depends. Like, if you have something. Unique, someone then that a lot of people subscribe and maybe only do it for the month. Or, right, right, yeah. And we've seen we've seen yeah. that too. You know, with our limited editions, if if uh, sometimes we'll announce them ahead of time if it's a if it's a more uh, like a title we think a lot of people will yeah. like. And we don't do that all the time because we try to be as much mystery as possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and we'll see people subscribe just for that month. Yeah, um, you know, but and we've been lucky and, and fortunate enough to have been able to manage the 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 amount of inventory. But the companies that have gone under. 
Um, and even Loot Crate just filed for bankruptcy, so they can yeah, do it. Yeah, that was a huge you know? one, yeah. And, and it's because managing that inventory is so hard when you don't know how many customers you have yeah, the next month. because you, you can't know? not have enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and if you have too much, then you've just yeah. got a bunch it's of junk. It's one thing to have a little bit, but yeah. if you have thousands. Right. So, um, you know, and we, we have a fairly successful, uh, we have a little pop-up pack is our little side. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's basically where we sell all of our, our, yeah, the our extra stock yeah. and 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 also like other genres we do we do themes three months like we do like i think this week is comedy and romance and uh-huh. and we'll do sci-fi we'll do thriller we'll do you know just yeah. all kinds of different yeah. stuff there's something about them that i just like anyway because it's almost like it's christmas every yeah, month you right? get something it's, it's, and, it's fun there's yeah. there's there's definitely a lot of fun in just being like okay something's gonna show up i know it's in an area I enjoy, yeah, you know, and when we send Blu-rays, and 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 one thing that we that we've done, which is, has I think been the core at this point is the core of our business is once one title, you know, we do a lot of studio stuff, mm-hmm. but one title every month in the Blu-ray pack is an indie film. It's a, it's a film we yeah. wouldn't get the rights for, and we just did we just did live screen, mm-hmm. um, I know which is been, great, yeah. yeah, and they've been on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, we did uh, Brian Avnet Bradley is. He did Echoes of Fear. Yeah. But his last movie, he and Lo- Lawrence, Lo's mm-hmm. wife, uh, their last movie, uh, Malignant, mm-hmm. we just did that this month. Oh, nice. I haven't yeah. seen it. Um, I told him on the show, was, uh, after seeing, um, I always want to say Stir of Echoes, Echoes of Fear, yeah, uh, right. it makes me want to watch his other stuff, right which I think is... Well, I'll send you a copy of Malignant. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, Brad Dourif. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's with, cool. When he's like the, the doctor. The doctor with yeah. the... Yeah, that's, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah. So. And Brad Dorf's awesome. Yeah. And Mad Doctors are yeah. cool. But yeah, it's cool that uh, you do the special editions. Yeah. I think that's good for everybody. It's yeah, good for, always. obviously, for the, the filmmakers. Yeah. And it's good if you're if you're getting it and it's good for you guys. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's my favorite part. Yeah. And I, I author most of the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but it's, it's just, uh, it's, when I was, when Diego and I sat down four years ago and changed to decide what we were doing. Yeah. The Morningside Blu-ray had not, or the Morningside DVD had not done very well, mm-hmm. and 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 we lost money somehow just from printing yeah. costs and you know the, the traditional distributor yeah. story, and I and I was like, there's no way that we shouldn't be able to get filmmakers some money for you know yeah for for their film if we do this right, mm-hmm. and uh, in a, about a year, we'll say a year, maybe a year, year and a half into it, we. We were able to do our first one. Like I said, yeah. we had enough subscribers to actually be able to afford to do one and, mm-hmm. and pay the filmmaker. And writing that check was it was the best. I was yeah. like, oh, this is this is what I wanted to do is to write a check to a filmmaker, and and we do it every month now. Yeah. So and I think it's cool. Like um, you know, for a lot of horror fans, maybe they just think of you know the the bigger horror movies, and then they get something that they might not have bought normally. Yeah. And they you know discover something that they we, might not have seen. We have otherwise. we have people who have multi thousand. Title collections yeah. who write us and say, I, "I can't believe you find movies that I don't have." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, well, we're the only place to get them in some yeah. in that format in some in some ways, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, and then the specials are cool because I'm a big fan of you know specials on the Blu-ray. Yeah, the, the commentary yeah. track. Well, and we so. try and we encourage all the filmmakers to include a commentary. Yeah, if they can. I'm a huge fan of commentary yeah, track. I am too. Yeah, that's, I, I, honestly, that was basically my film school was just listening to a bunch of. That's interesting. That's what uh, Michael told me. Yeah, that you know, uh, Michael uh, Epstein people. Yeah. That uh, they learned how to do a lot of stuff from listening to commentary. Sure, tracks. absolutely, absolutely. Um, when I was yeah, when I started out in making shorts. I was, uh, you know, DVDs were. Very popular, had exploded, yeah, yeah. you know, early two thousands. 
Um, and I was listening all the time. I was listening to them. I don't, they don't have as much time to do that anymore. Right. But, but at the time, like that's, that's literally how, how yeah. uh, I, I learned how to yeah. do a lot of this. And stuff. there's certain people, I shouldn't say this, but like Herschel Gordon Lewis, mm. there's actually movies that I really don't care about watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I would get, I got just so I can listen to his commentary. Oh, track. Right yeah. nice, nice. Now I love his horror stuff. Yeah, but like some of his other stuff, I'm I'm not in, into like a lesbian biker movie. Right. But I was like, I kind of want to hear what he has to say about right, it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and sure. he's got that voice and sure. Yeah, and he yeah. could after you listen to him, you you would think whatever it is is like is like the Godfather of movies or right, something. Right. But it might not be. But yeah. but he really sold it for you. Right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh, yeah. Interesting, interesting character. He was, yeah. He's a very cool guy. So, uh, what? Where does the movie go after? Buffalo? Uh, so next week, um, today is August 29th. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week we'll be in Austin for okay. Austin Revolution. Mm-hmm. It'll screen on September 5th on Thursday. So actually one week from today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's our last. Like that, we've done a really nice had a year long festival run. Yeah, we've played. Eight or ten festivals, I think. Uh, very nice for a feature because yeah. feature, features programming features is such a such a competition. Yeah, you know? and it seems like the shorts have really uh, blown up over the years at the festivals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's. I, I think it's easy. Well, it's easier to get more filmmakers. That's to, true. To come, if yeah. You, you can program more things. So it's if you want your festival to grow, it's a really good way to mm-hmm. to, to grow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so ARF will be the last one. Austin Revolution will be the last one, um, and then and then we'll go to distribution and probably be out. I'm guessing we'll be out in March, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed too the shorts um, lately. Not only is there more shorts, but the uh, the length of them are all over the place. It used mm-hmm. to be like they would always be, you know, under ten minutes or maybe fifteen, but now some of them are, are thirty and forty, and it seems like there's no real. Not yeah, that it really matters, but it, it's no, odd. it's 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 generally. So I think most festival directors would tell you. If you're under ten minutes, mm-hmm. you have a better chance of being perfect, right. right? Like just because they can do more with that. Yeah, I made a thirty-minute short, and we played like maybe five festivals, right, right. and and it's um, it's hard for them to program that because uh-huh. that's if they got a ninety-minute block, yeah, that's, that's a that's third, a third of it, right? Of it, right. So, uh, but you're right. Like I've I've seen at least. I mean, I was, the the international block had at least three yeah, or fifteen was, minutes or more, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, one of them was fifty minutes, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, wow, yeah. Or well, one of the weekend ones. One of the, yeah, I right on. Was, yeah, and the one I just I was I, the one I saw yesterday had I, like probably ten or eleven shorts, but three of them were long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. There. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, it's it's uh. I've been here seven days for the. Yeah, you got a lot of money. I just got here yesterday yeah, morning, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, I got one day for <laughs> movies. You know, um, yeah. The, I think I think though, uh, it's it's the, there's definitely some value to being tell your tell your story at the right. Yeah, moment, that's right? what I always say like, in the show. But. That's that's there's a lot of value to that, but also you know it depends on what you're if you're if you're if your goal is to play a lot of festivals, the mm-hmm. strategy can also be important you know well it's interesting even because i always i always always ask people what their goal is with making shorts because right. usually you think if you make a short your idea is you want to show people what you can do right so you can make a feature uh, right because yeah, exactly. you're not going to sell like a five minute short really right so then if you do make like a 35 or, or 45 you know what is the what is your goal with that right it's a little it's a little unusual I think I mean so. What, one thing that you can do now is, of course, you can put it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and they'll That's pay you true. by the minute. I think yeah. it's, it's a minute watched, so so a thirty-minute short could have some value there. Yeah. There are some more outlets now. Shutter, you know, yeah. Alter, Alter, um, which is the horror. Uh, I think Gunpowder and Sky have their horror okay. channel. 
Uh, there are a few places that will put shorts and pay, yeah. you know, as, as people watch them. Um, probably not. You're, n- you're probably never going to make back a significant amount of money. Right. But, um, At least it's out there. But somewhere. it's out there, yeah. Uh, anthologies is the other. Yeah, it's, is the yeah. other way you make money is if mm-hmm. you you know. And so sometimes you can like I think there's one today, The Last Ride that it's, has it's three movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's three it's three thirty minute or twenty five minute shorts yeah. basically. So that's one place where a longer one would play well is in a, is in a uh, like an anthology of of just you know two or, th- or three or four or whatever. Yeah, you know. So, but I, I agree. It's 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 not a it's. It's it's definitely more complicated if you make a longer short, like to to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. You know? How important are the festivals for independent filmmaker? I think uh, the festivals do two things, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just speak from my perspective. Um, so they they get more people aware of the movie, which yeah. is you know, I mean, you know, Greg posts constantly. You know, yeah. all the festival directors so do. It's kind of two things there. It's people actually come, and even if you're not here, you do see it mm-hmm. around. Right. People talking about right? it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the first thing is making sure, you know, like just raising awareness, which mm-hmm. ultimately your goal is to as many people to know, yeah, particularly yeah. for a feature if you want to distribute it and have people buy it, which yeah. is, you know, um, how you pay back your investors, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, you, you, want, uh, you want as many people as possible to know about it. The awards help sometimes on the box okay. um how about even the laurels themselves yeah the laurels exactly all, all of that sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i understand yeah, it's, what it's all one yeah, yeah. yeah um but th- they do they do help if it you know for some people look for that you know it's, it's a it's a it's a it, it, right or wrong it's a sign of quality to some degree right, right. hey um, this one you know whatever yeah so it must be something yeah. so so that helps and then and then the other thing i get out of it is um is just a chance to like you know meet people who like you and I. We met yeah, the first time yeah, here. We've yeah. known each other for on, online, online for a long, for a long time. time. Yeah, yeah. So Mostly with Michael and right, Sophia, right? Yeah, and Michael made Sophia, something with them uh, and stuff, so. are, are good friends of both of ours. Yeah. And you, you know, and you've made yeah. access. I've noticed that everyone knows Michael and Sophia. Yeah, they they are well. They're they're such um. They're such like wonderful people. They are, and, and, and genuinely and, people. Yeah. Right, right, exactly, and and interesting filmmakers. They yeah. do not make like I, I think I tend to have a mainstream bent with my uh-huh. work. Yeah, they they, they make yeah. they make stuff that is uniquely them. I agree. Yeah, and uh, and and it's good, and it's yeah. you know, but, and and I don't yeah I don't mean I don't mean that in like, like right, right. That I know they, it's like, yeah. they make really I watch good stuff, a lot of stuff that but know, it's might not be it's great. just uh, it's really funny. I was at the premiere of Clickbait in uh, Genre Blast last year. Yeah, and. And and um, and Michael has said he's like he's like yeah we we tried to make a mainstream movie and we failed yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny so yeah. but yeah they're they're just great people they're yeah. great people and I was a big fan of Clickbait yeah oh Clickbait yeah it's fantastic yeah. yeah go see Clickbait whenever it comes out yeah definitely still, yeah I think they're still waiting to find out when that's gonna no yeah. no no it came no, out I no it did yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out on VD you're right yeah go go check out Clickbait it's awesome yeah and read it. What's that? And, and rate, rate it. it. Rate it. Yes, and rate it. Yes. How important is that actually to get? Like, uh, you uh, know, it's it's the system's rigged, <laughs> right? The yeah. system's rigged. Uh, it's really important. If you if you, uh, you know, and, and I, I've even heard rated nines, like like if you're on yeah, I rate, rated nines because yeah. they they drop the tens and the ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, rate it on Amazon. Rate it on. Uh, IMDb because it's just important. It's important to uh, you won't get seen, and sometimes you won't even get your distributors will look at your numbers and say, "Now nah, I'm not gonna pick you up." If yeah. you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, unfortunate like it, it's it's the internet. There's a lot of people that will yeah. go on and just post negative. Like, yes, one, you know, one star. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. I and mean, we've seen this all the time. Yeah. Uh, or one star. It's really reviews. weird because it's uh, people on the internet. It's either like. 
the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life or it's like you've wasted every moment of right it. right exactly like, there's a middle ground you know you could right, like it was right, pretty yeah, good yeah. or it wasn't so great yeah it's not like it I ruined my whole life watching this movie. Yeah, and I've seen. I can't tell you how many Amazon reviews I've seen where it's like, it's like, this movie was not as good as the you know seventy million dollar film I saw the day <laughs> right, before. Right, yeah. the, the the production values were very low. Yes, <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah. Let's. Tr- it's maybe not the same scale. Maybe, right. maybe yeah. we judge that a little yeah. differently. You yeah, know? yeah. So keep that in mind when you're right. watching. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. So, uh, what do, you, what, do you plan? I assume you plan to put this out like on a, a DVD, video on demand, Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully in March. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, March. I, yeah, we're, I'm still sorting out where where we're gonna land for distribution. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Uh, anything else you're working on? Um, I am attached to a uh, a, a dramatic action film. Okay. Um. I've, we're working on getting funding for that right now, mm-hmm. which is, of course, the, the age-old story, right? Um, but but it's cool. It's a it's a high concept action film written by a um, a friend of mine, and I think we're gonna I think I'm gonna hold off on naming him because we're sure. kind of, we're gonna make an sure. announcement at some point. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's not Michael or Stacy. It's it's another another right. uh, friend who's who's done some interesting things, um, and uh, and it's 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 a really neat. It's a high concept action action film with with a pretty strong dramatic through line okay yeah, yeah. i really like the script maybe it'll really get strong. nominated for best horror next year here uh right, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly yeah so i'm looking forward to that awesome yeah i'm looking forward to watching your other stuff that i've not seen right, so yeah i'll, I'll send you a morning all right cool yeah. well i appreciate this and it's cool to meet you in person yeah absolutely dude yeah. fantastic thanks and i'm sure we'll meet again yes yes for sure this is barbara crampton and you're listening to without your head